my father's spirit in arms, all is not well. I doubt some foul play. Would the night were come. Till then, sit still, my soul. Foul deeds will rise, though all the earth o'erwhelm them to men's eyes. I'm Zach Powers. And this is Stage of Fools. The unofficial Royals podcast. Tonight we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 9, Foul Deeds Will Rise. Liam and Cyrus find allies in their plot against Robert. Eleanor's secrets are revealed. Willow is angered when she finds Robert has been keeping secrets. It's an easy name. At least this week. <laughs> I like the name. We'll but... start with a pause. Always start. My mo- my mama always told me. <laughs> no. I, when I was just a little boy in the South. You're from Colorado. <laughs> Southern Colorado. My mama always told me start with a positive <laughs> before you be critical. This is just straight up a character from the Andy Daly podcast yeah, it's, project. It's it's my new character I'm workshopping for my... That you stole from Matt Gorley. Uh, it's my uh, new improv show <laughs> tonight at... Just at my house. I couldn't book a venue. <laughs> and our house is not as nice as Matt Gorley's either we as can, far as podcast empires go. We can comfortably see three, maybe four. In this room? <laughs> Yeah. We're all over, because the answer to both is yes. Uh, yeah, Luna needs her space, so. <laughs> uh, Luna's the cat, for those of you not in the know. Anyway. Anyone listening to this at this point either knows us in real life or feels like they do. Rochelle might not know Luna's name. She might still be listening. Possibly. <laughs> We're Facebook friends. Oh. Shout out to Rochelle. The only person we know 100% for sure. <laughs> Or did know at one hey, point for sure. Oh, my your mom. mom. Not some respect on her name. Right. Okay. Anyway, regardless. So this episode is the penultimate episode of the season. As I put it to Zach earlier today, it's a bad episode of a bad show. So, um, yeah, you'd ex- they are building to the final confrontation. Um, so again, credit where credit's due, unlike episodes prior to this, we at least know what that confrontation is. And I'll say this about the episode, but the end of the episode, just about every character is seemingly unified in a common goal, uh, except for the ostensible antagonist who still doesn't know anything is amiss, which seems weird. Going into the final episode, seems like the antagonist should be aware that there's a problem and taking action against it, but that is not the case. I don't know. I guess I agree that they sort of got things lined up for the finale, but you want a penultimate episode to make you feel excited about the big finish, and this episode somehow managed to be just so painfully boring, even while you know, bringing us through these various plot machinations that well, have been, I assume they've been waiting episodes for to 
you know, reveal them or pay them off. Here, let's first go over a, a few things that seemingly won't matter and could come back in the finale, but seemingly won't matter. Um, Jasper's dad, as far as I could tell, just did everything he did to get his Shot son knighted. Him. Yeah. And that's it. It doesn't seem like Jasper's dad is coming back in any meaningful way. Um, I don't see a particular plot reason for him to come back at this point anyway. Um, so that didn't matter. Um, maybe they'll reveal that Robert had something to do with Simon's death, but there's no indication that they will. And I would think most shows would have that big reveal in, again, the penultimate episode where they're trying to build the conflict to a breaking point. This show has not revealed it and may not reveal it. It may just be that Robert wants to steal, like, the destroy democracy in England, yeah. basically, which is bad. Well, mission accomplished. Bad, but again, something that even in this episode, most people and or characters don't really have a problem with. Yeah, even the people who they get to turn against Robert... Uh, they say outright they have blackmail on them. Yeah. I, I Weirdly, the person who cares the most... Okay, Liam maybe cares about democracy ending. And then Cyrus cares because he's jealous he didn't do it, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I could have been the best fascist, but no. Yeah. So those are the characters who actually care about the end of democracy in the United Kingdom the most. No one else... Even Willow in this episode flatly does not care. Yeah, she doesn't care at all that he's, like, basically becoming a dictator. Eleanor uh, She just well. doesn't like that he kept it a secret from her, that yeah. he was trying to rise as a dictator. Eleanor is told off screen and seemingly doesn't have much of an issue with it in the slightest. No, she asks Willow very casually over a joint, like... So, what do you think of this whole Robert permanently disbanding Parliament thing? I don't even know how this plot starts, to be honest. Uh, what's she doing before Eleanor tells her that info? Is she just happy? She's fishing around for a joint in the wall. For what reason? There's some reason that she's... She needs it. Okay. Probably the, <laughs> the press is bad, or she had a bad interaction with somebody. Everything is bad. Her life is all of a sudden bad for the first time, because she was before Brazilian horse heiress. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so at this point, she's fishing around for a joint. This is pretty late in the episode because Eleanor tells her her problems and comparatively they're much worse. Um, so I don't remember what Willow's doing prior to this point in the episode, to be honest with you. We watched it about four or five days ago. She's wearing a giant blazer with leggings. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like a pastiche of this episode is all our listeners really need. Okay, well, while she's looking for a joint because she's frustrated about something. And I do want to say, this is one of my favorite running gags in the show. Like, I'm being sincere. They only use this location when someone is, like, covertly smoking an emotional joint. And it's always hidden in a tin in the wall in the same spot. And it's, and it's always there. So I it's guess, kind of cute. I guess it's kind of fun also that ostensibly this is Eleanor's secret hiding spot for uh, her joint. But every character knows yeah. about it and often goes there to steal. Like in an arrest development, I could see them fleshing this out to an amusing gag. Yeah, I totally don't mind it, especially because you have to stand on a bench to get to the spot. Like, it's a nice little bit of physical business. Uh, yeah. So 
They're comparing woes. Eleanor has a number of woes we will get into a little later. And then she says, well, what's, uh, what are you so upset about? Willow criticized some sort of powerful magnate. Oh, yeah. She was in the news for being like the power company done bad about the blackout. Blackout. <laughs> that blackout. We're right. Yeah. Um, uh, a magnate will meet uh, in the other another plot line of this episode, I believe. But I uh, barely know what a magnate is. So it's just a rich person with, with power. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, yeah. So. Basically, she t- Eleanor has all these woes and she's like, oh, you must be upset because Robert is permanently dissolving Parliament. No, it's not even you must be upset. She's just like, so what do you think of this? Oh, OK. Yeah. So they casually <laughs> so what do you make of it. Once they're done with their woes, Eleanor is like, so what do you think about permanently devol- dissolving Parliament? Eleanor learned this off screen and clearly does not have much of a problem with it because she has not been campaigning against it in the slightest. Um, and Ellen and Willow's like, Robert didn't tell me that. And for a second, Shannon and I were like, oh, she's upset that Finally, Robert, Willow is a character we can root for again. She's she's like, we need a free and fair government because it's not 1640. And um, in fact, what Willow is upset about is not that Robert is dissolving parliament permanently. It's that he did not tell her in advance <laughs> that he was dissolving parliament you permanently. Can't, you can't keep secrets in a relationship. Come on. Yeah. When you're, when you're planning the fascist overthrow of a country, consult your wife first. Yeah. Talk to your bride to be. Of course I'll be supportive every step of the way. Just <laughs> tell me these things. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. At no point does she seem upset with the actual plot to destroy, destroy democracy in the United Kingdom. Yeah, I was really momentarily excited. I was like, oh my god, does a female character get to have an actual, like, political idea and have opinions? But no, fear not, that's not the case. No, neither of the female characters care. Actually, Helena... Helena, she doesn't give a shit. Helena gives no shits. Um, Yeah, so, over the course of the episode, there's tension between her and Robert, and this is such a blah storyline i feel like there's not much to, i can even think of to say about it so they get in this fight right this should be our fucking relationship ending fight there is some stuff that is said that cannot be taken back yeah i don't know i can't remember exactly what they say he is basically just going on about how like when he's king he's gonna do whatever he wants it's not a co- ruling situation he's not going to ask his wife's opinion you can just go to your little charity if you want to make it i think he says this is not a democracy it's a monarchy he like does the whole back when uh, people still watch the walking dead like that rick speech from the end of season two about a dictatorship not a democracy he like basically does that um no, she doesn't mind that it's a monarchy. She just wants it to be a little bit more of a co-monarchy. <laughs> the queen traditionally got to have her say in where her daughters would be shipped off to when they were of marrying age. Yeah, what, what to do with the serf uprisings. How many to behead. Um, where to put the heads along the bridge. 
these sorts of things. A queen, that's a very queen, aesthetic. See, a queen, yeah, they have decorative skill when it comes to hanging body parts about London to warn the commoners against rebellion. And I mean, she is right that queens historically, and I'll say like consorts, because, you know, there have been queens who have been in charge. Consorts do have a lot of power, but it's, and it is like that behind the scenes power to have influence over your spouse through like conversation and matters of the heart. It's true that they don't typically have like a lot of official power delegated Usually because they don't want that person's family to, like, overthrow the state. I also want to note that, again, this is something we haven't actually discussed this season, that I just realized that. At some point in the past, Liam and Willow, obviously, were very much for the abolition of the monarchy. Liam and Willow or Liam and Eleanor? Liam and Eleanor. I'm sorry. Liam and Eleanor. Now, last season we talked about this a lot, but I also want to discuss... How long ago in the past? I was going to say two years, but I'm not sure that's accurate. I have no idea. (laughs) Because the past two seasons have been super quickly, and I feel like not much time. This season started where the last season ended off directly, because it was Cyrus leveling the gun at the door, and then this season started out with him shooting and missing. (laughs) So literally, it's probably been less than a year, maybe a little more than a year max since Eleanor and Liam's whole life. I guess they did do a cut forward. Six months, Eleanor was working on the hotel. Oh, right. So maybe a little more than a year ago, year two years ago at most, their whole life was destroying the monarchy completely. Two things. Number one, so much depends on the hole that Cyrus shot in that door. That hole has become a huge plot point. Not and, a that it's a plot hole at this point. A and two, I feel like Liam and Eleanor only wanted to abolish the monarchy because it's what their deceased father wanted. Simon had a true principled stance against monarchy, but Eleanor and Liam were always like, "My Dad was the greatest king, and he said there should be no more kings because I'm the best one. And we said, yes, daddy, yes. And then they met people they were attracted to and were like, well, never mind our dad's (laughs) dying wish. (laughs) Oh, we got this great painting of him in the bargain, though. Uh, Anyway, um, so yeah, they get in a fight. They say some nasty things to one another, and later they meet up again. And Robert's like, I've been thinking about what was said, and you need to give me that ring back. And I was like, oh, this is such a dumb development. So he takes the ring back, and he's all dramatic for a second. And then he's like, he kneels down and is like, this is how it should have been from the beginning. I should have been more respectful, blah, blah, blah. I won't keep secrets from you. And she's like, I don't want you to kneel. I just want you, I want us to stand side by side and rule this non-democracy monarchy on equal levels. (laughs) So she lucked her way into... uh, she doesn't even want equal levels. She just wants a say. A say. So yeah, she she managed to. She's ruling one a a major first world country, without any say from maybe in a monarchy, the biggest monarchy, most powerful monarchy on the planet. Yeah, it's 
I was like, when he was going to take the ring back, I was like, this is dumb. And then when he's like, so I can get down on one knee, I was like, wow, this is somehow dumber. There's a final twist in the uh, Willow storyline. Uh, over the course of the episode, very interstitially, um, Jasper mentions to Eleanor that Robert's a bad guy and you just got to trust me on this. He doesn't really supply any evidence. He's just like, he's bad and... I'm not going to say why, but he is. <laughs> and <laughs> and he could have given her, like, any kind of evidence, like, but no. Like, he organized the blackout and we have proof. Yeah. That would be good. That would be a good starting point. But the or he doesn't tell her, like, as we're going to find out later in this episode, certain other people in our family are also against him. Yeah. Um. So... At first, she's like, I'm going to stop this whole plan against Robert. And then she meets Willow in the corridor and she's like, what did he say to you to get back on his good side? And she's like, oh, he said generic bullshit. Why? Like, you are the light without before you. My life was meaningless and you put Zerba in my veins and whatever. But it's apparently very specific phrasing. Right. Even though and, Zach is, you know, riffing Right. On it. Like, Willow remembers it word for fucking word. And even though it's actually pretty generic. And as she's saying it, Eleanor's like, oh, you can't marry him. Implying that this is a speech he has memorized. Like, he stole from, like, a, a movie he saw when he was a kid or some shit. I thought maybe those letters of Jasper's that he says he left That's from her that she never true. got, Robert was stealing them and he uses them as like a non-consensual Cyrano de Bergerac. Yeah, he recognizes the the true love of our generation, Jasper and Eleanor, and their unstoppable true words of romance. I mean, you know, he wrote a lot of letters. Quality, I don't know if that was there, but quantity, that's oh, wait, something. I take it back because James Hill was writing those letters both ways. So oh my God, you're right. Oh my gosh, Robert, those are actually... Okay, okay, let's unpack this. So those are actually James Hill's words, but Eleanor is saying you can't marry him because he stole someone else's words, but that's exactly what Jasper did done do. Yeah, I mean, after that one episode, they started writing the letters for themselves, but that sounds like some James Hill writing to me. Because it's good. Yeah, it's it's okay. Or at least tolerable. Yeah. I mean, by this episode's let me get down on one knee again standards, you know, it's something. Um, regardless, that's basically the Willow storyline. Uh, we're implied that Willow is being turned against Robert at the end of the episode. Uh, what about Eleanor, though? What has she been up to uh, since she's the one who most intersects with Willow's storyline? Um, at the beginning of the episode, as Willow has been pissing off uh, a power magnate, um, meanwhile, somebody spilled them beans we're doing a lot of accents this episode. Spilled. I'm doing a lot of accents because I'm putting in the extra work. Spilled them beans about the Robin Hood situation. Yep, everyone's favorite good old boy from the South, Robin Hood. She's coming back from uh, putting some, I don't know, like earrings in some some idiot's house. She opens the door and there's a billion people outside. All the press. It sort of recalls the opening of the first 
or one of the first scenes of the first episode of the show when she was caught by the paparazzi dancing without underwear on on a table and like there was a ton of flash photography and then they cut right to the image of her on the front of the newspaper with everyone looking at it and it's the same thing here except this time it's something positive-ish. Still breaking and entering, but breaking and entering for a With good noble cause. intentions. <laughs> what happens, uh, so she's devastated about this, although there are, you know, positives. There's articles about um, copycat Robin Hoods all around the... Everyone is just giving each other their stuff, I guess. I guess. I guess the rich... Characteristic. The North Londoners are throwing things across the river to the South Londoners. As we all know from living in the year 2018, um, characteristically, the rich are very willing to give away their things to less fortunate people. Like, that is a hallmark of rich people, of course, we all know. Um, that's why trickle-down economics works. I mean, that's true in the universe of the royals, which we all know is not a par- is a parallel universe to our universe. It's not the same timeline. It's not the same Earth. Um, because nothing makes sense. And the gong that Zach and I have talked about that has summoned uh, the children in the past, by the children I mean Liam and Eleanor, uh... The gong was seen in the background of one of the scenes in this episode haunting me. Yeah, maybe it'll come back in the finale and play an important role. Like, Cyrus will be up against the wall, Robert's about to kill him, and he, like, hits the gong, and they're there. <laughs> Cyrus, I was say, Cyrus disappears, it works in reverse, too. Yeah, or, like, he summons them there just in time to hold back Robert. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank God you teleported us to the gong using the power of the gong. <laughs> I think it must just be because they have one room that's the king's apartments that they've used for Cyrus in the past, and now it's Robert, so the gong is just, like, chilling in the background, but still, fond memories. Uh, so, yeah, uh, she said about this, and they're like, who could have told? And Jasper reasonably says, what about that old couple, that couple from last week whose house we were in? And she says, no. They wrote me a thank you letter and said they would never, ever tell. So, Although, honestly, honestly, I really did like those people from last week. Yeah. And they it, they seem like they wouldn't tell. But They still, might tell because they need money and they're commoners. They're common. They've got common blood. But, uh, you know, they, it just, were, they were nice. It felt like the show was like, oh, shit, those people know. Um, how can we guarantee... That it's not them. Well, we can't, so we'll just immediately dis- throw away the option. that it- Like, the show was clearly saying it was not them. Yeah. But there's no reason for us to, like, realistically, because if I was in he- Eleanor's shoes, I would not. These days, every time some shady shit happens, the show is conditioning us to be like, was it Robert? So they can be like, nope, it wasn't. Moving on. It Although wasn't in this him. case, spoiler alert, it was? Not confirmed. Uh, okay, so uh, Jasper uh, Jasper knows, and he's like, I didn't do it. For a second during the episode, he makes a weird face, and I thought, did he tell? I was thinking the same thing, but it was just his normal constipated look. No, yeah, I don't think we're supposed to believe Robert tells. So she's like, well, only one suspect left on the list. I told old Helena, my mom, herself, about this situation. She runs in to confront her mother about telling the paparazzi and who's that in bed with her mother with the door open, by the way? 
Like my when, mother complained about this to me over text. She's like, everyone in the Royals always has sex with each other with the door open. Yeah, well, it, they shouldn't. I feel like Elizabeth Hurley has the reverse of what most actresses have in their contract, where they won't do nudity. Elizabeth Hurley's contract says, I must be in lingerie in every scene I'm in. I'm just going to say this now so I don't forget later. There's a part where they are trying to get blackmail information on a powerful person. And when Elizabeth Hurley is describing the encounter later, she's like, well, it went well in this way, but it was bad in this way. And she was like, and one of the ways it was bad, it was like, he, that awful man saw me in my underwear. And I'm like, no, you chose that. Yeah. Like, you did not have to strip down to your underwear for any reason. Even when she's talking to her daughter, she's wearing this lace negligee that is fully see-through with, like, her bra and underwear underneath. But she's wearing a robe over it, and she could close the robe, but she doesn't. Regardless. Oh, my God. Like, she's so much. And if you have ever looked at Elizabeth Hurley's social media presence, you know that that is her real life persona as well so she goes in there sebastian's in there and she's like why and they get in a fight and she's like why why do you always take everything from me which is reasonable because she also slept with jasper forcibly like she made jasper do it uh, a threat of she used her position of power over him to force him to perform oral sex on her famously (laughs) yeah uh you serve at the queen's pleasure i think was Uh Bodyguard. Yeah. Uh, and now she's having a less morally gray relationship with Sebastian, uh, at least presently. Um, S- Sebastian is one of the best dudes on this show, just in terms of having never like beat anyone up, threatened someone with physical harm, coerced a woman. Like He is far and away one of the best guys this show has ever had. Well, he has a big down moment in this episode. He does, but still, they're all bad, including, like, Liam. So, uh, Sebastian leaves and and Eleanor rips into her mom, like, you take everything from me, you had to tell about this Robin Hood thing, Sebastian, Jasper, why are you always sleeping with my friends and or boyfriends? Which is a reasonable thing to ask your mom. (laughs) Um, and, uh, Helena's like, I didn't tell about the Robin Hood thing. She's so, like... What? So wide-eyed and innocent about it all. But while Eleanor is willing to readily say that the stranger couple and Jasper are not the culprits, she does not extend the same belief when uh, Helena denies the allegations. Can you blame her? No, Helena's uh, not been a great mom, except for when she is the best mom. (laughs) (laughs) She's either terrible or perfect, and there's no middle ground. Um, Yeah, so... Uh, does Eleanor herself ever figure out what happened? With what? Who told? No, I don't think she does. No. But later, Helena is rekindling her relationship with Sebastian uh, in another scene. And she's like, I kind of out of the blue, I feel like she's like, so was it you or was it Robert? Because apparently during one of their, uh, you know sex sessions i guess 
uh, Helena was like, you're the only other person I told about the Robin Hood situation. So you must be a mole for Robert. I don't know that he's a mole for Robert. They're friends and he told him what he shouldn't have. Okay. I and got the impression Seba- that she was No, that's was what Sebastian explicit. says. He's like, oh my God, I had no idea it was gonna, I had no idea Robert was gonna tell the press. I told him, but like, I didn't know that it was that big of a deal. Oh, I got the impression that the implication was he was specifically funneling information to Robert that he probably shouldn't have. In part and because Robert's the king. that's why he was sleeping with Helena? Like Robert set that up? I don't know if I'd go that far, but I wouldn't be surprised if in the next episode that's canon. I mean, if that's the case, then yeah, Sebastian is terrible, which is too bad. Like that the show couldn't let someone be just decent for once. All the men in the show are so unbelievably toxic. But, except for James Hill. I feel like it was more uh, like, I, my impression was maybe more like they had their relationship and Robert pushed him to to send information over his way. Why would Sebastian tell Robert that he was sleeping with his mom? I don't know. Robert, like, keeps cameras in his mom's fucking room all the time and oh, shit. Oh, yeah, you're right. He plays back all her sex uh, tapes. There's a lot going on with him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he reveals he told, he didn't tell the press, but he did tell Robert. So Robert must have been the one who leaked. Surprising no one, he was everybody's first suspect because he tries to control his family like that all the time. Even before we have evidence that something is his fault, we're already suspecting him because he's always just, like, smirking in the background. That's pretty much it for Eleanor in this episode between those two storylines. So the main plot begins uh, at the very start of the episode... With a flashback, like in an Ocean's Eleven movie where they show how they pulled off the heist. This is so unnecessary and annoying. So, in order to show us how Liam arranged all these moments where uh, he tricked Robert into trusting him, they flash back to scenes we've seen previously. But rather than reveal any real new information, because last week we already knew these people are working together. And it was a scam. It just showed various shots of them winking at each other after certain things happened. Or like giving each other significant looks. Yeah, like usually in like if you were watching an Ocean's Eleven movie and they revealed something about the plot later, like they flash back, like there would be a reveal like, oh, the guy who took the chips was actually one of the Ocean's crew and we didn't know it at the time. Yeah, that was Matt Damon bumping against that guy in the train. Yeah, like that's something we didn't know then. But this was all stuff we knew they just added shots of, like, Catherine winking winking at Liam as she walked out of the room. And they do these really bad transitions where everything gets, you know, like a bright white light and then whooshes to the next one. So it felt like they were just killing time. Because they were. Because they only have this two episodes. This whole episode is spinning its wheels. Two episodes left in the season, so of course we still have to kill time. We have one episode left after well, this. Well, I'm counting this oh. one. Yeah, uh, anyway, so now they're, Cyrus and Liam are plotting their next moves at the Venezuelan embassy, and Hacker Joe, I don't know his real name, uh, Elliot Snowden, Snowden. okay, Snowden (laughs) is like, oh, I know who could have possibly, potentially caused the power outage, and you need to sneak into his house and steal files off of his computer. And so he's like, I have, I'm a tech man, so I can make his security go away for 20 minutes exactly. Now, this doesn't need to happen, as it turns out. Like, this is unimportant. (laughs) This time lock that they have, that like, you only have 20 minutes to steal this. 
does not matter. They sort of wander through the house. They're very casual. Cyrus brings a cane. Yes, I loved this. He's like playing and fidgeting with this cane the whole time, which was actually very fun and good. And so they're like, oh, we have to find... They're very leisurely trying to find the computer. If I had a 20-minute time lock, I'd be like, we better hurry this shit up. So they get to the main computer room. And what... Shannon, why don't you tell them what awaits... What, what sights... What... 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 What awaits them in the main computer room? Uh, somebody very familiar with them is waiting in the main oh, chair. Oh, this is the part. Okay, I didn't remember this was the part. It's, Helena it's is, inside of his house, yeah. Okay, Helena is sitting there with her feet up on the desk, and she's like, well, 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 you finally figured it out. I've been ten steps ahead of you the whole time. And the guys are like, what? So Helena, it turns out, has been suspicious of Robert, when, since when? Well, all, all not all along. She says, ever since my boy came in saying that Robert was untrustworthy, I've been keeping a closer eye on him. So apparently Liam's crazy point a gun at his head tantrum. He's like, at the time, honestly, unfounded conspiracy theories. Though it also doesn't make sense because at the same time, she's been working with Snowden because she's like, that's how she knew to be in the house and the security was deactivated. She was like, I knew you'd need someone like Snowden. So I put him at the Venezuelan embassy. It makes no sense. I will not try to untangle it because it's all like, it all feels very retconned, you know, like, uh, and the time this happened, that was actually, yeah, sure. Yeah. So I guess Snowden volunteered. I don't know what the fuck we're supposed to think about this character. Did he volunteer to go to the Venezuelan embassy and be banished by Cyrus for two years because eventually Robert would return from being dead on a desert island and then they'd need a hacker to... To save democracy? Because they knew he would use a blackout to be his, like, Reichstag fire to overthrow democracy? So anyways, it doesn't make sense. Now we have a coalition. We have uh, a team working together to bring down uh, Robert the Evil. So meanwhile, Cyrus keeps having these crises of faith where he's like... What's to stop me from turning around and ratting to you on Robert the whole time? And he wants to be evil so badly. And Liam's like, you've evolved, uncle. You're a better man than you ever used to be. You're still a rapist and you still abandoned ever, anyone who's ever loved you, but you've you're changed. Better. Yeah. And if we have this, in, and Cyrus is like, what do I get if we get rid of Robert? I'll still be. I guess he believes for some reason he's still going to be exiled, which makes no sense. If he's helping bring him down, clearly he won't be exiled anymore. Yeah. And and Liam doesn't just go, you'll be unexiled. He's like, you will have a part in my, like, you will be my number one trusted advisor or whatever. And I don't know that that would appeal to Cyrus very much, but whatever. Maybe he can be like the Jafar to Liam's fat little sultan. Yeah, I feel like being that close to power... But not the guy would drive Cyrus insane. Yeah, they both put on a fisherman's caps and go for a nice hunt by some cliffs. It's season one, episode one all over again. But I think the show wants us to believe, like, while we're supposed to have a little bit of suspicion about Cyrus, I think the show does want us to believe that he has become a better person. 
The previous three seasons, it was always Liam and Cyrus completely at each other's throats, like worst enemies. And now we're supposed to believe that they're like getting along so great. It feels unearned. But that, I think that's what we're supposed to take from it. And ultimately, as much as Cyrus is like, I could go back to my conniving ways and, and turn you in to see if I can get in good with Robert. I think we're supposed to believe that he's fighting for the good of whatever. Whoever. The good of whatever is good. <laughs> the privilege of monarchy, but in like a the traditional way now where you where just you get just to sit be around rich and be and rich and you don't have you to have, have to any responsibilities yeah which is way more cyrus's speed anyway he never should have like planted the seeds of his own weird little attempt at overthrowing democracy because he like set a precedent for people to think robert's not as bad he would have been better if he had just like gone with the flow let Simon's children rule and just reaped the benefits of being insanely rich. He could still sexually blackmail people like he likes. Oh, yeah. Well, I, do, I, do, I think we've said it at the time, but I don't know what he gained by being king, except maybe just it fed a sense of narcissism or something. But yeah, that's about it. Um, regardless, uh... I think he had an inferiority complex about Simon, that he was, like, the lesser brother, the lesser person. He wanted to be king to prove that, like, he was on top, too. Okay. I, I mean, I think whatever it was, it was something psychological more than a pursuit of genuine power. It wasn't a he... political situation. Yeah. Uh, regardless, whereas Robert, it, it does seem to be that. Yeah. He believes in monarchy. He believes in absolute monarchy. Uh, meanwhile, Helena goes to Molly's game. Uh, she... But actually. But actually, she goes to some poker game, uh, at some rich person's house and is like, Hello, boys. Mind if I play? I've got some money. And turns out Helena's good at poker. So... Yeah, everyone else at the table vanishes like a ghost. One by one, they disappear in like a plume of white smoke. It looks like somebody uses the Photoshop blur tool, but very quickly and then erases them. Yeah, so eventually it's just Helena and this power, the guy who runs the power company. I think it's supposed to be the same guy Willow was criticizing. It is, the power magnate. Yeah. Um, and she's like, and they go all, uh, then they're like, oh, let's, I'm going to go all in on my final bet. And if I win, you get blah, blah, blah. And if you win power magnate, like you have to do me a favor, says Helena. And the power magnet says, okay, you, you, I take your money and tour the palace right now tonight. And we all know what that means, folks. Uh, so they go all in. And Helena loses, but she implies she knew he picked up, like, the extra king. Also note... <laughs> yeah, this was great. <laughs> there are five kings in this hand? Helena has two aces and kings, and the guy has three kings? I don't know if traditionally poker, especially between two people, is played with two decks, but I feel like it's one deck, guys. <laughs> There's five kings in this round. <laughs> it's great. So, anyway... They go back to, like, Texas Hold'em is played with two decks, but that's different. It's got a river. I think poker is There's one deck. There's no way they're playing Texas Hold'em. No, no, they're playing traditional poker. Anyway, 
Um, so they go back to the palace, and um, what do you think Elena, Helen, or Helena does? Takes off all of her clothes. Yes, yeah, she immediately starts to <laughs> seduce him. But then she's she's also like, so how did you and Robert? Pretty quickly, she's actually like, how did you and Robert arrange the blackout? blackout. And the guy's like, oh, uh, I'm not going to talk about this, except I am going to talk about it. I'm going to be like, you have no evidence against us. And at that point, I was like, oh, she's wearing a wire. She is recording this conversation. He's like, Robert and I planned the blackout and you don't have any evidence to prove that we planned the blackout. (laughs) You would have to record me admitting that Robert and I planned the blackout for you to have any evidence that we, Robert and I, planned the blackout, which he used to gain power. That's a verbatim line. He doesn't go that far. He doesn't go that far. No, that's verbatim what he says. (laughs) And then Eleanor's like, you're right, I have no evidence. You mean Helena. Helena is like, you're right, I have no evidence. Why don't you unzip me? And so he's like, okay, I guess we're going to have sex. (laughs) He's so Stupid. Now that you've accused me of this. <laughs> I guess we'll probably do it. He unzips her and she's like, and he's, and she has a wire on. And she's like, now a, I have evidence. A very slim fitting wire. You don't want to ruin the line of the lingerie. Now what this morally unscrupulous individual could do at this point is grab the wire and be like, I'm going to break this. But he does not do that. He's like, I guess you win. Can I still have sex with you? Yeah, and I think she turns him down. And later she's like, when describing this encounter, she seems dismayed. I mentioned this earlier, but seems dismayed that he saw her in her underwear. She did not need to take (laughs) off her dress. She could have, like, just tugged part of the bodice slightly to the side and gone, I'm wearing a wire. Or you're right, pulled it out. Grabbed the microphone and been like, oh, look what I have here. It's a fucking wire. Anyway. Meanwhile, enough about that. Liam sends Jasper to talk to someone to do something. How how are we 43 minutes into recording and we still have so much more to talk about? I don't know what happened. This is as long as an episode of the show. So Shannon and I, even at the it's been a couple days since we watched. Shannon and I don't know what Jasper did. We clearly have a lot to say. Uh, he tells Eleanor the stuff about Robert being bad. And there's a fake out. Robert calls Liam to his chambers mm. and makes it seem like he knows about the betrayal. I forgot about this. And he's actually just like, be my best man. It's the most telegraph fake out. Like, I could tell from the moment the scene started that they were like, oh, it's tense. Because Robert's talking in that oblique way, but he's not. But they do hate each other's guts, though. Yeah, like he's like. I've wondered a lot about who I can trust the most since you've really shown the person you your are true in these past colors few have come out and it's like okay we're supposed to think that he's caught on but clearly it's like but actually you're promoted <laughs> like but yeah so that's the situation he asked him to be his best man and Liam practically fucking winks at the camera again after everything's fine meanwhile Liam is sending Jasper to talk to somebody Oh, he's sending him to talk to all these important, like, rich guys See, they need. And these were all the guys who just seamlessly sided with Robert and 
Liam and Jasper have a conversation where literally they say out, Liam is like, so here's the blackmail on every single one of them that Snowden got. Snowden found blackmail on all of them online. I don't remember him. And then Jasper goes, okay, I have the blackmail, the generic blackmail. And then Jasper comes back and goes, the blackmail work. They said that I'll come to your side. Um, (laughs) And they seemed like they were ready and willing and eager to come back to Robert's side. Because Robert's gone too far. Or to Liam's side. They miss having the House of Lords where they could just do whatever the fuck they wanted. But they don't actually show him meeting any of these people. The the gang is coming together. It looks like they're ready for a showdown. Full on, uh, not a mutiny, a coup? No, that's a military thing. A coup can be non-military. A coup, then. Um, a cozy coup. Yeah. Um, Treason. Yeah. Overthrow, maybe. And uh, that's it. I, I, is there anything else? They basically set the stage for this. I. We made it. You know, that's the important thing. Next week may be our last episode of regular coverage. Yeah. And the, the point we is. We have done our best. The point is. It seems like every major character by the end of this episode has reason to suspect that um, Robert is not what he seems. Obviously, the female characters uh, believe so because of relationship stuff. And the male characters believe so because he might be a murderer or a political problem or something like that. Except James Hill, who's the one guy I would most want on my side, by the way. And this is the one guy who's been most sidelined this season when we needed him most. Well, I'm, yeah. Or Sarah Alice, the hands of fate. I hope James Hill manages to show up in the finale. I want to see those piercing blue eyes. Yeah, it's been a good few episodes since we've seen him. Um... Well, it's going to be a toughie, but you know what I got to ask. Favorite moment or image from this week's episode? Uh, Cyrus's cane? Let's go with Cyrus's cane. You stole mine. It's maybe the only good thing that happened. I was also very much here for Cyrus's cane. I'm trying to think of even a runner-up moment, and it's so hard. What about the the joint in the wall? There's always a... Oh, I did like that, and I pointed that out. Okay, I'll say mine was getting the joint from the wall. Okay. On brand. Um, and I'll... Say, even though it still feels like they needed to do more to set things up this episode, and I feel like they just wanted to get a few pieces in place, and I think they could have done that a little more effectively and done a little more in that regard. At least, as again, like last episode, I'm glad I know what the fucking conflict is. And I guess I'm glad that, like, the Sebastian storyline has been thrown, has been tossed aside and the Robin Hood storyline's gone. So the last episode can just focus on this one thing, which is everybody versus Robert. So I'm, I'm guess that's good. Or will it? It seems like it will, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I, on the face of things, agree with you, but I'm just going to say it's too soon to say what is officially out for the finale just because the show has resurrected things and refused to let storylines drop in the past in a way that has surprised us. And the real mystery is, um, is this show so goddamn cocksure of itself that they assumed they'd get another season and we'll try and end with a cliffhanger next time? I don't know. I feel like we should have some sort of, um, some sort of prediction on something that's going to happen in the finale. I actually don't think they will. 
I think they'll probably have seen the writing on the wall and they'll yeah. try to wrap it up. I agree with that. Uh, but I don't make know. A, make one prediction for someone you think will happen in the finale. Here's what I don't know. Because I don't know. I still have trouble figuring out exactly what, how evil they want us to think Robert is sometimes. So will he die? Will he go to prison? Will he be redeemed in some regard? I could see any of those things happening. My thought is that I would love for someone to die for the Shakespearean element, but it's not going to happen because for some reason they love all their precious dolls so much they just can't do it. Yeah. Would you think Robert will be redeemed in the finale? No. Okay. Do you think he'll go to prison? Maybe he'll just be exiled like Dutchie. That's okay. Yeah, maybe he'll go live with Dutchie in in a nice In a nice farm upstate. Yeah. Okay. Uh... That seems plausible. My one, I guess my one big prediction is that Robert and Willow will definitely break up at some point in the finale. Well, that's pretty much a given, yeah. I feel like there's a slight undercurrent of Willow Liam that the show has really been clinging on to this season, but I maintain that it would be insulting if the show did a swapsies. Yeah. Maybe Willow will, uh... Maybe Sebastian will re- will like do something to redeem himself and Willow will end up with him. That's unlikely. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Sebastian's done. It's a good idea for my fan fiction. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'm hoping that Robert reveals that he, that it's revealed that Robert killed Simon and he dies. I don't have much confidence that it'll happen, but I hope it does. Yeah, and I hope that he's just like a raving lunatic. But I then do too. I hope whoever ascends the throne is also like maybe a little bit evil. Like if Liam becomes king, I hope that it's revealed that no, Liam's no, no. a little bit evil. Something dramatic That's needs to end not, the no, finale. No, 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 no. What'll happen is Robert will be dispatched from the throne and they will successfully dissolve the monarchy. If they actually know this is going to be the end of the show, then the monarchy will be dissolved. If they think the show might go on, they won't do it. I'm not 100% sure. I think the show is in love with the idea of royalty. No. If they th- I think if they thought that this was probably going to be the series finale and saw the writing on the wall, they'd just say, fuck it, dissolve the monarchy. And if we do somehow get picked up, we'll just be like, well, this is life after monarchy. They haven't toyed with the idea of abolishing the monarchy in like two seasons now. Now they it's all it. hashtag King Liam. And if anything, they might be planting the seed of Eleanor being the one to ascend just because of all this public service they've had her do. Well, they've mentioned it once or twice this season, but that's all. Yeah, but they really let that drop, I feel. We'll see. I would love for that to happen, but I don't know. I guess it's something to chew on. When Cyrus and Liam talked about what happens after Robert goes, they talked about Liam taking the throne and they did not mention abolishing the monarchy. I really think Liam was just in love with that idea because of Simon. Well, I think we're done here. Oh, in more ways than one. All right. I've been Shannon Camp. I've been Zach Powers. See you next time for possibly very likely the final episode of this show. Ah, We may not survive. <laughs>